You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I'm starting to wonder if this is, it's actually mentioned in the chat that this yeah. might be like during Battlestar Galactica when they hear all along <gasps> when the watchtower. all along the watchtower, yeah. yeah. Huey Lewis is my all along the watchtower. Uh, I'm hearing it everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Everywhere I go, I can't help it. It's Huey Lewis. I don't know what's going on. Either I don't some... even. I don't think I could like discern a Huey Lewis song. Oh come on! I mean, I guess I. I mean, I know who Huey Lewis is. I know that he has many songs. I just don't know like the names of them. I mean, whether you like him or you don't, he is a hit machine. Come on, let's let's be clear about that. <gasps> I thought that. that you said Katy Perry was a hit machine. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast all over the internets wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding <laughs> us all right we uh we do appreciate that we've wow. got a ton of stuff to get to here today that we're going to talk about but here's this is what i, I wanted am getting to bring up. scolded about my lack of huey lewis knowledge if you're listening live you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and hop into the chat there are people being upset about this about your lack of knowledge of huey lewis now this is what i want to explain yes so uh, let me just lay this out here so i don't sound quite like a crazy rambling person because i'm clearly no you not never crazy. sound like that ever not at all so huey lewis Huey Lewis and the news. The news are involved as well. Of course. Huey Lewis and the news. Who is Huey Lewis without the news? I'm telling you, there is some kind of resurgence of their music because everywhere I go, I was at the store, I heard it. I flipped through the radio dial, I heard it. We were here in the studio, in our Fun Employment Radio studio, and we had a regular radio on in the other room. Mm. Huey Lewis plays all the time on that thing. Okay. I don't understand what it is because, to my knowledge, he hasn't put out new music in no. years. I was Maybe never people a, are getting in a, pre, a re-appreciation for him. I don't know. I don't know why it is. It's so... Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I just Huey Lewis is one of those people who just have really no like feelings. Huey Lewis is really like kind of doo-wop-y, right? Kind not, of like... Not, 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 not. I mean, it's... I wouldn't say doo-wop-y. Well, I mean, I what would you... I don't know. It's like upbeat, but it's, in like a doo-wop-y kind of way. straight up safe mom and dad rock and roll. That's what <laughs> Huey Lewis is. It's non-threatening. It's non-threatening. It's safe for everybody. You know, everybody can listen to Huey Lewis. I don't know many people that are, like, super into it. Wow. You know who's super into it in the chat? Uh, Mr. Janky. He's yelling at me via chat saying, Huey Lewis is a national treasure. Well, see, some people... <laughs> and then he's also saying it's about time for a Huey Lewis renaissance. Yeah. I, I mean, he had a lot of hits. I'll give him that. But it is. His his music is that it's that safe zone. Sure. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, Huey Lewis. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And listen to that with mom and dad. There aren't going to be awkward sex scenes in this. No, there's not no. going to be any graphic <laughs> references. It's going to be the heart of rock and roll or the power of love. Yeah, it's safe safe mom and dad rock and roll. That's what Huey Lewis is. He's, he's right Now, are there. you appreciating this resurgence of Huey Lewis? No. Or are you just, just questioning no, it? No, I'm not. I'm not appreciating it. because. Oh, I thought that you did. I thought you were talking about what a national treasure he was. No, that wasn't me. That was, that was uh, I believe, somebody oh, in the Just with the chat. conviction you were talking with. I thought that no, maybe my question him. is this. This is why I'm wondering if I'm the only one that's noticing this, that they're starting to push this Huey Lewis stuff back on us again. So it's all this resurgence. It's weird. It's weird how much I hear it everywhere, and I want to know if other people are feeling the same way, if they've noticed this. Well, play me. Do you have any, like, Huey Lewis? I want to hear... How do you not know... I do know Huey Lewis. I just don't know his songs off the top of my head. See? Safe mom and dad rock and roll right there. Good for the whole family. jitterbugging to this? See, you play this at a barbecue. You play it at a family reunion. play this at a barbecue? I'm sorry. I don't hear the National Treasure. He is very gentle. Yeah, it's gentle rock and roll. It's what it is. You know, I have heard him a bit lately, uh, uh, now that you bring it up. I'm... I love that he's singing about rock and roll, and this is like the least rock and roll song ever. Exactly. That's <laughs> It's that kind of music. He's I'm a bad boy. trying to think of another one who's along those lines that's that's safe for everybody. Uh, people are, are listing a bunch of them. There are lots of Huey fans in the chat um, at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Like a couple days off, well, or I, I want a new drug. <laughs> right, yeah. I want a new drug. Although I just know the Weird Al one where it's, I want a new duck. But that's that's a little bit different. Okay. So, uh, there's there's bands that are like that though that are just the the safe oh yeah and just kind of go in the background but now I'm just noticing just noticing 
how much there is coming back. Well, there's a resurgence of everything. It bothers me. I haven't noticed the Huey Lewis resurgence so much. Well, as I really, I do want to get emails though back. (laughs) I just want to, I want to stress this. Greg is feeling crazy right now. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Send me an email if you are hearing a lot of Huey Lewis. Tell me I'm not crazy or or write us on Twitter at Funemploymentradio because it's either that or I'm I'm going crazy and Huey Lewis is the voice that's that's driving me. And you're a Cylon. That could be part mm-hmm, of it. I think it so. also worries me because I was talking about this weekend about my. I had a friend many years ago who was schizophrenic, and he the voice that spoke to him in his head was David Bowie. I remember you saying that. That's da- a good voice to have. David if you have Bowie a voice in was your head. was who told him what to do, and it was always. David I wonder Bowie's if it was voice. Labyrinth's David Bowie. I'm not sure which David <laughs> Bowie it was. Perhaps Fast Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie. <laughs> no, I don't know. But he would he would always sit there. And he'd start laughing out of nowhere, like, ha, 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 ha. like, oh, what's, what's going on, buddy? It's like, oh, it's just Bowie again. Bowie wants me to go see Laura. We're like, all right, all right. Whoa. That's oh, yeah. trippy. Laura. I think you're yeah. too late to be schizophrenic, though. Okay, well, I'm I not, think you, I'm you, not saying... you show signs before you're 27. You're, you're a good decade past that. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not saying necessarily that, but I'm worried that Huey Lewis is somehow, somehow involved in, in, in my further descent into sanity which is basically what this show is especially I think if, if anything's going to be evident of it it's today's show mm-hmm. where we've done now what 1200 and some episodes yes. where I've, I have said that someday this will be used in like a psychology class to diagnose descent into Madness. some kind of yeah some mm-hmm. kind of insanity where they'll they'll follow along the show and be like oh yeah whoa there's oh a big, there it is there's, there's the, a big turning there's point there's the turning point the day he talked about Huey Lewis that's that was a big moment in the history wow. of that so you're hearing history as it happens oh I wonder have you like researched this like have you seen any like you know characteristics and like people who are losing their minds hearing multiple Huey Lewis songs no I don't know the tie into that that's what the scientists will figure out years from now sure yeah that's what and it will be called. Um, Huey Lewis like syndrome? Nibbler syndrome. <laughs> Huey syndrome. Huey syndrome. I think it'll be something like that. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm just going to leave that That's out there. That's okay. Well, you think you're hearing Huey Lewis. I am hearing... Well, you know what? I'm appreciating because I'm hearing it because it's happening. I don't know if yours is really happening, but mine's really happening. The 90s resurgence that's happening... Yes, I am, you've brought this back. I am so excited about this. I do have to 20 say... 20 years, 20 year cycle. It is the 20 year cycle. I never believed it because I remember in the 90s I was dressing like the 70s and now it's the whatever it is what do you call this what what are we the, in the teens i don't know you mean the because we could say like 80s, 80s and 90s. 90s when we were growing up the aughts and then now we're in the teens yeah i don't know i guess so we're in the teens no one's ever actually come up with a definitive answer to that have they it's been 14 years now in the new millennium and nobody's nobody's come up with a definitive <gasps> that's thing. true because it's going to be and next it's going to be in the 20s again right but oh, what, weird what have we called this, this? the tens uh, the teen the tens i guess yeah because yeah. you said 1910s yeah, Didn't I guess you? so. The 2010s. So the 2010s. 2010s. But what about the first decade? Nobody, in 10 years, nobody came Zeros. up with a definitive <laughs> answer on what to call that decade. I don't know. The, the double O's? The aughts. The aughts? Sure. No, no, nobody has one. No, but- so it, it, with all of our technology, we could not come up with a name for that decade. It's a, just like everybody just kind of let 10 years pass and be like, eh. Well, you didn't really know what to, like you called happen. it the 2000s, I guess. Yeah, that's lame. The though. millennium? No. Millennial? I hear people call them like millennials. Well, that's that's a generation. That's something different. That's people who came of age in after two thousand. That's something completely different. It's just weird hearing you say "come of it." They came of age. They came of age. Two thousands. We grew them, and they grew tall. <laughs> no, I am saying though. While you're hearing all this Huey Lewis resurgence, everywhere I've gone lately, I hear everything from the nineties. It's like everything from nineteen ninety four is everywhere. I mean, hell, I told you I met a girl named Courtney Love the other day. Well, that's not her fault. No, but I'm like, you turn on the radio, it's all like... She's probably really dreading the fact that the 90s are coming back again because she's gotten away with not having to worry too much about her name in the last 15 years while the famous Courtney Love went away. Yeah. Now this is going to suck for her. Oh, you know what? I used to have the best Halloween costume where I was was Courtney Love. Maybe I'll bring that one back this year. For one of the parties. Yeah, they really were. I am the girl you know. No, but anyway, so I'm hearing like sublime and everything, and then like 90s fashion is back. I swear, Greg, Greg, you're talking. I feel like I am hitting my peak. Like right now, I am. Seriously. No, I think your peak would have been. In my 34th year. Like now, finally, 20 years later, my fashion time is now. Like I have always. You saying you're saying you peaked at 14 years old and no. it's been a 20 year descent? I'm not saying that. I'm saying like right now it's my moment. I'm excited because I really did. I 
Basically, I am like a walking 90s cliche. I mean, from my everything I talk about, from Beverly Hills 90210 to fucking like Labyrinth to mm-hmm. anything that I really like to yeah, any music that I like, uh, my, my new Doc Martens, like mm-hmm. everything that I do, it seems mm-hmm. like it's stuck in the 90s. You call Blink-182 punk? That's- I did not call Blink-182 <laughs> punk. It's pop punk. And it's wonderful. Bubblegum. I still listen to it on my 90s Pandora station. <laughs> so you're saying now with this resurgence, you're going to be, you're, you're, you've got a whole good. brand new I thing. I feel good. You know what? I, um, Here's the thing, though. See, in the 90s. Like right now I'm wearing, what am I wearing right now? I'm wearing Doc Martens, a jean skirt, and a meatloaf t-shirt. Okay. Like that's, this is my jam, Greg. Okay, let me, let me explain a little bit of this for you. Because in the mid-90s, mid to late 90s, that's when I was in college. And that at that point, 70s things were very popular. That was the 20-year cycle. Mm-hmm. So disco stuff. I had my dad's powder blue leisure suit. It was a huge hit. Worked well with the ladies. But I, I you know, that was the kind of thing. Oh my God. Everybody had 70s it worked parties. Good. That's how you can tell it didn't work well with the ladies if you have to say it worked oh, well no, with the ladies. Oh, no, it worked. Oh, it was a badass suit. I'm telling you. Okay. Blue and white checkered pants. Blue top. It was your zoot blue suit? Blue jacket. If I can... If it still fits me well, maybe I'll wear it for the listener party. It's pretty amazing. Wow. It is an amazing suit. Okay. I don't don't doubt that suit. But that's the kind of stuff that everybody would wear. But you know who was kind of the the people you, you'd go to these parties and it'd be fine. And then you'd see at this thing back then, like a forty year old dude who would show up or somebody in their 30s or 40s who would show up wearing those clothes and being like, oh, yeah, this is my clothes. I used to have these in the closet. You know, they, I just had them for all these years. Now it's back again. You know who wasn't cool? Who? That guy. <laughs> that guy wasn't cool. <laughs> because up. basically they were trying to dress like the younger kids. No, I remember when I'm it came around. I'm not trying to dress like the younger kids. I'm dressing I remember exactly when it came around the way the first... that I've always dressed. I remember when it came around the first time. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Oh, see, then it's just kind of. I am not dressing like the kids. I'm dressing like me. It just so happens to be like the way I've always dressed is now coming back in style. You know what? Just like that gum I like. See, Twin Peaks is coming back too. That's another 90s thing that's coming back. If you had kids, you'd be the mom that showed up trying to dress like the kids. Will you stop it? You asshole. That is not nice. I am not trying to be the cool mom. You're trying to be the cool mom. I am not trying to be the cool mom. You're old enough to be their mom. I know I'm old enough to be Jesus Christ. Yes. I'm just saying you're the you're the cool mom. This is what I have always worn. Just because the kids are starting to wear stuff that that's similar to mine doesn't mean that I'm trying to dress like the kids. It means they're trying to dress like an old lady. <laughs> they're trying to take my style. Yeah. But I do have to say I am very excited about this 90s resurgence, I swear, for fashion and music and mm-hmm. and everything because mm-hmm. now everything that I've always liked is is um you know, talkable. Tony in the chat said, Sarah, remember the looks the girls give you at Forever 21? <laughs> <laughs> I don't go in there anymore. So I don't have to. I don't have to chat. buy any more clothes because okay. all of my clothes I've saved from the 90s are good you're, now. You're not the cool mom. Uh, in the chat, Edward says, Sarah is the cool aunt that doesn't conform to society. Oh. You are. You're the kooky aunt. Will you stop it? Oh my I hate gosh. it when you put kooky in front of something. You've gone from kooky front desk lady, which you can still be that as well. You're kooky front desk lady. I am not kooky front desk lady. You're also the kooky ant. I mean, everybody loves true. everybody loves the kooky ant. The kooky ant's a lot of fun. Does she make everybody for like dream catchers for Christmas and everything? Yeah, she goes through her different phases or spiritual phases. She likes to make a lot. I had a kooky ant for a while there. Yeah. Yeah, and she would make us like beaded necklaces and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and give us like like rocks, like wish rocks and all right. kinds of stuff. I'm not going to be that. Everybody's got either a kooky ant or a kooky uncle, mm-hmm. one, of the, one or the other. No, I'm not have a, kooky. They always have a different date at Christmas. Like there's always somebody else that's going. Oh, who's Aunt Shirley bringing this year? Yeah, yeah, one of those kind of things. Oh my god! I had a buddy who had had a his kooky uncle, and he would bring. He brought him. I'm I'm just gonna say because it's the proper term. He brought a whore to <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> he brought a prostitute. He brought a prostitute. Yeah, it was his girlfriend, but she was also a prostitute. Wait, but that she wasn't a whore then because if it was his girlfriend, then he wasn't paying her probably. I guess that's probably a little bit of speculation on that part. Yeah, he brought, brought her, I guess, to Thanksgiving one year, and it was uh, quite didn't go over too well, mm-hmm. Grandma. Grandma didn't like the whore. Grandma didn't like the whore too much. <laughs> oh my god! So that that happened. But anyway, I'm I'm. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of. I'm not trying to be kooky, like, Greg. What I'm saying is that I have never. I'm 34 years young, and I feel very comfortable in my own skin at this point. Okay, that's feel exactly something a kooky aunt would say. It is. Will exactly. you shut up? Stop calling me kooky. <laughs> you don't conform to what they tell you to, darling. 
You do what you want to. I'm going to sneak you a glass of wine. Whatever. And deserves to have it wine. It's okay. Cuss it on any sitter's lap. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm more knowledgeable about the 90s than these whippersnappers you know, are these that's, days. Uh, again, yeah. Yeah, it's probably it's probably it's probably kind of what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you were talking about uh, the resurgence of of the music. That's yeah. that's one thing that I'm I'm really not looking forward to. Like, well, I like the resurgence the of like all the like you know how there's going to be a sequel to Labyrinth. Twin yeah. Peaks is coming back. Like yeah, all this stuff is starting to happen. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to say it's going to be they're all going to be knocked out of the park, but I'm right. just excited that you know it's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, the thing is, for me, I didn't like most of that music. Like, I liked the metal side of it. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I just like I liked. I did like '90s music. I'm not going to lie. I know you did everything, but not did. not that stuff. No, not the not the pop stuff that you liked. I liked the uh, new metal and punk. Okay, punk side. Okay, but I like the I liked rap metal. Okay, I was totally that guy. <laughs> I had all of them. I had all the albums. I went to every show. I bet you did. Yeah. All right. Let me take a look here. Sorry, my computer just froze on me just for a second. Oh, okay. Because I was trying to pull up something while we were talking, and you're claiming that, you know, the 90s is your kind of a thing. So why don't I just test this? This is something now, if you want to hold over this knowledge over all of the younger people when you're the being The whippersnappers, kooky, Greg. The whippersnappers. Call when them you're being by their kooky, name, the whippersnappers. When you're being kooky. Uh, people are asking, by new metal, did you mean Fred Durst? Oh, God, that period was so awful. I used to... Kid when Rock. I was, when I was a rep for... Inter- yes, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I listened to a lot of Kid Rock. I, I remember during the 90s, I did a lot go of to... Kid Rock. I went to Endfest and met Kid Rock, and he was just a little weasel of a man. Yeah. With the biggest bouncer I've ever seen in my life. When I worked for Interscope in college, I had to um, promote Limp Biscuit. That was one of the things I promoted. Oh, wow. Yep. Limp Biscuit, Wine House. Like all kinds of all kinds of stuff, but yes, no. I was the guy with that had all the Limp Biscuit posters and everything. Of up, course, you did. And I would go put up displays. Did you wear your your red baseball hat like Fred Durst? No, did? I did not wear a red baseball hat. Okay, because I didn't like red hats. I had a black hat. All right, let me give this. I've got something here though. This all is right. a this is a quiz. <gasps> Ooh, about what? About nineties music? It's about nineties. Yeah, it's, in it's about it's about the nineties in general. Oh, that's good. And. I mean, it's kind of focused on music, but I want I want to give you this just to see here. Now you're claiming that you're an expert. I am that you know more than these whippersnappers. I do. Why don't we see what we've got here? Let me let me put some music on that would. Uh, no, no, no. I I've got some music. Okay, all right. What do you got? Oh God. Third Eye Blind. They're the ringleader of the of the trifecta of terrible bands. I'll tell you the trifecta of terrible bands from the 90s bands who shouldn't have existed uh-huh this band third eye blind why matchbox Jumper 20 is a great song <gasps> push is a great song oh my it's it makes me want to hit things it yeah. does make me want to push push somebody around that's for sure and then also semisonic that one well Closing semisonic time. only had one hit those three bands that, that hit was enough to make you want to banish them off the face of They're the ba- they should be banished okay absolutely yo yes no Ooh. all right so let's start off with this quiz here. All right, quiz question number one. Yes. Which album sold more records, Sarah? Okay. Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill or Spice Girls Spice? Jagged Little Pill. I believe that was correct. Yes. All right, that was right. Yep. Um, Everybody had that. I, th- I still have that. Okay, which movie won the 1998 Oscar for Best Original Screenplay? Titanic or Goodwill Hunting? Mm, Titanic would have been in 99. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. That was correct. Yeah. What event became known as the Whack Herd Round the World? It's Kerrigan. Yeah. Okay, that's right. What is Courtney Love's real birth name? Um, are there options? Courtney Michelle Harrison or Michelle Love? Uh, the first one. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Tamagotchi is a Jap- Japanese portmanteau of what two words? Oh, are those like those little egg things? Yeah. Uh, what are the choices? Egg and watch or egg and computer? Egg and watch. Yep. All right. I my friends had those. I was never allowed to have one. What is the name of the house cat? Oh wait. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. What is the name of the house cat? That's the her name, aka Christina Ricci, moves into in the '95 movie Casper. Oh wow! You're gonna have to give me the choices. Whipstaff Manor or Blackington Manor? I'm gonna go with Blackington. Ah, you finally got one wrong. Okay, because I didn't know that. <laughs> what is the name of the judge who presided over the O.J. Simpson murder trial? That I know. Um, it, it began with an I. What is it? 
What, what's his, what are the choices? Edo or Kato? Edo. Yeah. Kato Kalen was his buddy. What was the name of the sheep who was the first... Dolly. Success- yeah, that's right. What does the acronym JNCO, the brand name of the big jeans... Jenko? Jenko jeans. What does it stand for? What are the choices? Judge none, choose one. Journey now, carry on. First one. Judge none, choose one. Mm-hmm. That's it. I had no idea about that. Judge none, choose one. I remember that's that. It, yeah, it, as soon as you said that, I remember. Are, there's a lot of questions in this quiz. We're going we're gonna to dance around here. Sure. All right. What was what was the flavor of the soft drink Surge? Was it citrus or pineapple? Citrus. Yeah, it was citrus. That was an easy one. <laughs> I didn't know that one. Damn. This is so easy. I mean, you're killing it. What complication was Y2K based on? At midnight, all computers would reset to the year 0000, or computers would interpret the year 2000 as 1900. That second one. Yeah, that was right. (laughs) All right. Damn. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to just figure one that I can stump you on, but I, I gotta admit, you you got this pretty good. I do have to say. You have this pretty good. I'm just, I, I know, I'm, I'm just kind of excited. I just want to Here, okay, one Speaking last Speaking of that, one, like, as I'm pulling up one. my world of crazy music, which is Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> and to lead into that, I've got a 90210 question. Okay, tell me. Last question. Which, fut- which future Oscar winner starred on Beverly Hills 90210? Hillary Swank. God damn. Mm-hmm. Dude. Alright, yep. yep, you are the 90s mom. I am not the 90s mom! I'd have to be a mom in order to be the 90s mom. You have been crowned. The kookiette. Will you stop saying the word kooky? <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. Hi there. Oh, man, I'm dreading this afternoon, Greg. I have to go to the DMV. Ew. To get new tags for my scooter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be all legal? I'm going to be all legal and shit. Mm. But it's always an adventure there. Yes, it is. I, I'm i not looking forward to it. All right. I've got some advice for you on that. All right, good. You can tell me after. Okay. Uh, hello, my friends. My name is Eric Stone. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, Greg. Yes. First of all, I have a alert for folks who live here in Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Uh, there has been an alert issued by pet control experts, or excuse me, pest control experts. Uh, pest control experts are warning people in Portland that it's the time of the year when dwindling food sources uh, send rats from the outside to the oh. inside of your homes. And that isn't the warning. The big warning is in that sudden rain showers may start forcing sewer rats up the pipes and out of your toilets. See, how likely Put is that your seat to happen? Down. Well, it happened uh, 20 times last year. During the winter. Really? They got, yep. 20 different instances. And those were the ones that people didn't just, you know, like, get rid of it. Th- these are ones that people actually called in. Ugh. So there were over 20 calls last year during this time of rats actually climbing up. Like, some people will go into their bathrooms and either find a rat swimming in their toilet or a dead rat just kind of floating in there. That's disgusting. It is so disgusting. So the word of I advice that they're saying is keep your toilet seat down. When, you know, when you're not using it. <laughs> and hope for the best when you are. Hope that the, you don't have a strong swimmer That's down there. That's really unnerving. I know. Yeah, so it's usually uh, ground level or basement toilets. And it's usually younger rats who are the ones that get into the toilet because the alpha male rats are too large to fit through all the pipes. However, rats They're can too older. big to fit through it? The alpha male rats are. But oh, the younger rats See, that's can. even more disgusting. The fact that oh, yeah, a rat I guess they're too, too big, big to crawl through the pipes. Those pipes are pretty big. Big and yeah. can't rats like flatten themselves? Yeah, and it's too big for that rat. Yeah. Ew, or too small. Oh. So anyway, it's being warned that's the best thing that you can do to try and keep the rats from getting out of the toilet and into your house is just keep the seat down and pray to God that one doesn't swim up while you are using the facilities. Ew. Got an update on a story from last year. Thank you to Carrie for sending this to me. Uh, so last year, I remember this, we reported... Um, we talked about this last year, that a man in China was suing his wife for being ugly after he discovered that she had had $100,000 worth of plastic surgery before he met her. Yeah. And then they had kids, and the kids came out ugly. See, the thing is, <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, he sued her, right? Because he the kids, her. kids turned out to be ugly. Well, yeah, by so he, his term, by ugly. His, by his definition. They're pretty hideous. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all God's children are beautiful, but I mean, these kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. For real. Um, the thing is, though. So what, he was suing her, but now finally the outcome's coming out. But yeah, go how, ahead. How would he have never seen a picture of her as a child? I, I don't know. Like, oh, nope, they don't exist. And it isn't there even. There are no like, pictures of me ever. Yeah, it's. Was I she mean, an orphan? Or, I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know. You would think at some point she had some picture before the plastic surgery. That he would have wanted, I mean... Well, maybe he just didn't care. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, so he was suing her last year because he didn't know that before they met, she had had plastic surgery and looked completely different than she did when they got married and, you know, started having the babies. So uh, this guy's name is Jan Fang, and he sued his wife after the couple's daughter was born, and he didn't understand why... I swear to God, this is the way this story is written. He sued his wife uh, sued his wife after the couple's daughter was born, and he didn't understand why she was very ugly, since both he and his wife were good-looking individuals. <laughs> what an asshat, right? Well, yeah. I mean, for sure. Uh, so when he found out his wife had, underg- had undergone extensive surgery to alter her appearance, he sued her, saying that she married him under false pretenses. Uh, so there is a fan... Like, if you want to look this up, his name is Jan Feng again, and there's a picture of all of them together in this article. And the children do not look at all like either either parent and so this is why he sued uh, so actually he was just awarded this past month so he won the lawsuit and his wife uh, they you know of course got a divorce uh, he was awarded one hundred and twenty thousand dollars so he took 120 grand from her he took a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in the settlement because he sued her because she he married her under false pretenses because she didn't talk about her surgery before huh I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. Yeah, I mean, and how are his children going to feel? That's the thing. Like, the bottom line These is, poor dude, kids. had the kids. And he had multiple kids? Wouldn't he figure... He had th- there are three children. Were they and, I mean, they're not, they're not unattractive children. They're just a little strange looking. But I mean, like, they definitely don't look like them. They're, no, it's three separate children. I don't know if they're twins or triplets or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't wow. say. But they've had three children. Yeah. So I just feel bad for those kids in the future when they're just like, hey. sucks for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My dad sued my mom because we're ugly. (laughs) Keelan for the win in our chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live said, fuck love. I don't want my babies coming out looking like Gollum. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love Keelan. All right. From China to China. This story just came out, which is kind of genius. I've never, I, I'm surprised that people in America don't do this. Uh, so this is what happened after a Chinese man won the lottery. Okay. So this Chinese man won the $87 million lottery jackpot this past week, but instead of wanting everyone to see what he looked like, he decided to wear a giant yellow cartoon bear costume to conceal his identity when he went uh, to the press conference That's smart. to pick up his check, which is totally genius. I can't believe that people don't do that more often. I always hate the fact that I they mean, release your name, right? They release your name, or the yeah, and they make you, you hate go it there after all those times you won those the lottery. Times, I know. I realized when I started saying that, like oh, I always hate it when I win the lottery. <laughs> no, I have never won the lottery, but yeah, I would want to be anonymous. Yeah, I would not want my name out there. No way, because people will come out of the woodworks to try to try to hunt you down for oh, that kind of money. Anybody, yeah, long lost relatives, uh-huh. whatever. And I would be. I mean, I would help out everybody that I know, my friends. Like everybody would get something, mm. but I'd want to be the one delivering that, not people. Seeing my name and then somebody random that you know from like Ew, twenty years that's ago. That's gross. Hey, Greg, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, Greg. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I guess they didn't release his name because they say he's the mystery winner. Uh, and he dressed in a yellow bear suit this past Monday when he visited the facility to collect his eighty-seven million dollar winnings, the third largest jackpot in the history of uh, that area's lottery. And he kept the costume on when he spoke to the media. The mystery winner uh, said he spends about $4,000 to $5,000 on lottery tickets each year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he spends about $5,000 a year. But he just got $87 million, so. I guess he paid off. I guess it did it's pay off. a worthy off. investment plan right there. Mm-hmm. And he also says he plans to donate some of his winnings to charity, which has to be true because nobody knows who he is, so he doesn't have to lie about it. So uh, I guess he's. this is not the first time a man in China, or a person in China, doesn't say if it was a man or woman, um, who wore a costume to keep their identity a secret. A person dressed as Mickey Mouse collected uh, a $65 million jackpot back in August. They're on to something. Yeah, I, I, I honestly did not know that China had a lottery system going, but that's kind of, that's kind of, that's a whole Apparently thing. Apparently they do, and it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, What's the first thing you would buy yourself if you won the lottery? I would buy my parents a house. No, buy yourself. I know I, everybody would buy everybody else stuff. I mean, or at least I would hope so. That's what I would do too. What but, would I buy myself? Yeah, what would you buy yourself? 
you if like one thing. Hmm, probably a house, like a really cool vintage, like mm-hmm. old timey Portland house. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Or a loft in New York. Mm, and yeah, a jet to go between the two. <laughs> See, now we're now we're going too far. Oh, All sorry. Right. Sorry, I thought I was supposed to be like California dreaming. I was just thinking. Yeah, no, that's good. No, I'd want to buy if if I got a lot of money, I I would love to buy everybody I loved. Yeah, I know. We're not talking about that. We're that's the easy stuff. Yes, you yeah. buy everybody else stuff. I'm talking about selfish stuff. What would you buy yourself? I guess I don't really want things. I think it would mm-hmm. just be relaxing to not have to worry about bills. Yeah. That would be You know what I would like to buy myself with the lottery? Peace of mind. Yeah. That is the one thing I would that I would buy with the lottery. I agree. That would be yep. that would be great. That that's yeah, that's really the only worry in my life mm-hmm. is that stuff. Yeah, I don't need stuff. Although I would want a villa in Italy. That would happen. Oh yeah, that's I would true. Have that, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the one thing I would buy. You've got to be honest. I would with buy yourself. that. Yeah, and then plane tickets. Okay, right. let's stop fantasizing about this. Okay, uh, so Greg, as we were talking, the hand of time comes for us all. Of course, we're getting a little older, a little wiser. The '90s are back, which means we're in the middle of the 20-year cycle. Wait, I had something to say though about lottery tickets because I know a ticket where you're guaranteed to be a winner, and that's buying a ticket to the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary <laughs> party, Sarah. You're everyone's a guaranteed winner then. Except for you, when we have to show the results of the ghost investigation that that's happening, we can't. We're not going to say when we're doing it, but let's just say it's happening sooner than later. You'll you'll know right after we do it. Yeah, that's true. Yes, the five year anniversary party <laughs> coming up on November fourteenth. You can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Every ticket a guaranteed winner. <laughs> well, Greg, speaking of the nineties, uh, women in their mid twenties and older have been getting their faces injected with a substance called Botox since the mid nineties. Now we all know what Botox is. It's the injectable formula that temporarily, you know, paralyzes your muscles, keeping yeah. your face from getting lines, crow's feet, forehead wrinkles, and all that kind of stuff. And who knows what else it's doing to you though? There's no way the long term effects of that are good. It's like yeah, it's botulism, in- right? Yeah. yeah. You're injecting botulism into your face. Yeah. That's not there's there's gotta be some side effects we don't understand. Well, Greg, now it's not just the ladies that are having this done. Men are getting it done as well. But for them, it's not Botox, Greg. It's called Brotox. Oh, God. Every time Who I see said the it's Brotox? Every time I read the word Brotox, it makes me laugh. I don't know why, because it's so funny. Did you come up with this term? No. No, just look up Brotox. It's everywhere. <laughs> That's what everything... So, Brotox injections are exploding. Would you ever get Brotox? No. If it was free? No. No, I, A, I've already said I don't like needles, and B, I don't want to inject poison into my face. Something is going to go horribly wrong. <laughs> well, Brotox injections are exploding on the scene of men wanting to keep their faces youthful. Uh, men are trying to look no, younger. that's the beauty of getting older as a man. You're just more distinguished. I are mean, you? I know it sucks. I, the societal images, that all sucks for everything. I'm not going to lie. We got it pretty good. I mean... Not everybody. Some men age terribly. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not just being a man and then you you age Let well. Let me live in my own world. Okay. I don't know. A lot of guys who are like, you know, because you're a handsome man, but a lot of men who are handsome in their youth don't get that gift as they get older. What do you mean? It's all going to go away? kind of falls away. Like, for example, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, a very attractive... Well, he's like 80-something or... Yeah, but his looks... Went away. Or Tom Hanks, for example. What, Tom Hanks? You're calling Tom Hanks ugly? He's not attractive. He used to be, but then something started happening with his face. What do you it's mean? It's not all men. I'm what just saying, mean? Greg. I, I think that I think that men in their 30s, like if you're handsome in your 30s, I think you got to kiss that goodbye once you hit like your mid 40s, probably. What? Hmm. Only have a few years left. Probably. Shit. Maybe you should think about Brotox. Well, you wouldn't Brotox. be alone if you thought about it, Greg, because the number of men seeking Brotox has increased 310 percent since the year 2000. So the past 14 years, 310%. Um, so this is happening uh, not only with Brotox, but with uh, also with fillers and laser treatments as well. Fillers? So What's filler? Fillers are like when you... Like if you're wrinkly, you can like get stuff put in. Like women get it in like your cheeks a lot. Well, like so get like cheekbones. What do you mean? Or like lip stuff. Like collagen? Yeah, I think that's like a filler. It's like silly putty for your face, and then you mold it to. What and then you, you mush it like. around, and then yeah, you, you kind of mold into, it like, to that. Form like cheekbones or something. Yes, I don't understand. Well, there is a wider cultural acceptance and increased emphasis on the value of youth, Greg, which okay. is why a lot of men are turning to Brotox. Okay. Uh, so a, Man- a Manhattan dermatologist uh, says that roughly forty percent of his clients are men. 
And he does a lot of Botox, teeth whitening, eyebrow sculpting. Oh, guys, man, that is the least attractive thing you can do when you overdo your eyebrows. I swear. I oh, like there can be like the most dreamy guy in the world, but if he has over plucked or over like waxed his eyebrows, game over. It is it's disgusting. The guys wax their eyebrows? Yeah. Oh. No, no, they get them shaped. Like mine are shaped. Yeah. Like when men have shaped eyebrows. Okay, that seems weird. Mm-hmm. What about the big, big like super hairy ones where they put them out to points at the end? The eyebrows? Yeah, like eyebrow points. People don't point their eyebrow. What's wrong with you? Yeah. What are yeah, you they living do. in a Star Trek world? Yeah. No, the old guys in like the white suits—they always got pointy eyebrows. Didn't Andy Rooney have pointy eyebrows? Are you talking about long eyebrow hairs? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when I tried to sculpt your eyebrows a little bit? Yeah, I didn't Just like that because yours much. look like little triangles. They look like little pumpkin eyes. I don't. I don't look like pumpkin eyes. You look like you're saying I have pumpkin eyes. I don't even know what that means, but I don't like it. I mean that your eyebrows are little and pointy and triangular. It looks like you have pumpkin eyes over your human eyes. What? Mm-hmm. You're implying that my face looks like a pumpkin and I'm peeking out of it. I'm hiding in a pumpkin, and my eyes are peeking out. Yes. I'm looking at pointy men eyebrows. <laughs> They're long eyebrows. They're like grandpa eyebrows, where they get like really like long. I have grandpa can... eyebrows. No, I think you're talking about when you're talking about the pointy ones. They're pointy because they're long, and the men are old, so they don't care about trimming them. So that's why they just look pointy. Yeah, but then you sculpt them out, and they look cool. Mm-hmm. And I do have one final story, and it's terrible. Comes to us from Australia. 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 Where Crocodile Dungee is from, newest rapper, the old dirty koala. Stop trying to make it work. It's gonna work. It's gonna be. It's not. It will work. Going. It to is going work. to work. It will never work. It's gonna catch on. It's like a Family Guy thing. You're gonna think about it and you're gonna be like, "No, this is annoying." And then you're gonna be like, "Wait a minute, this is amazing," and I want to. Oh, whoever's posting that in the live chat, no, 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 don't do. That. Oh God. No, let's not do that. Oh no no no. Um, How do I make that go away? Yeah, I can. Uh, I'm not logged into. Okay, that's fine. Go away. All right. Anyway. Okay. Uh, actually, before I go to Australia, I want to do this quick story really quick. So, of course, you'll remember it's getting closer to Halloween, and we all remember the stories from when uh, we were young, like. How people like stick needles and stuff inside of the Halloween candy. Yeah, and razor blades. Yeah. Did your parents have to? Blades. Did your parents inspect your candy when you got home? Yeah, we've talked about that before, but mostly because mostly when we went trick or treating, it was for like neighborhood places. Yeah, but you live in a small town, which means you probably have a more likely scenario of having like one of your neighbors be a serial killer or something. Probably, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't kill that close to home. Maybe not, but they're. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that isn't the new thing now. Yeah, so, no, because we just go down to you go down to Lemon's house, you know, and then she'd give you like caramel candy. Sure. No, that was beavers. They oh, the beavers, you, the yeah. beavers and the lemons. Wow, you did grow up in Little Town, USA. Yeah, the beavers. She always gave you like a big caramel corn ball. It's always kind of tough though. It's like really hard, hardened, so it's kind of hard to eat. But she was very nice, so we take that. And then yeah, lemons would give you. I can't remember what they gave us. And then you go to the dairy farm. Dairy Farm was scary, though. They had all kinds of dogs running around. Well, a lot of parents are getting really nervous around this time this year, Greg, with the marijuana. You know how it's legalized? Now they think... People are thinking that people are going to start giving out marijuana candy. Oh, no. Because that's what people want to do when they spend their hard-earned money on weed. They want to give it to children. Parents of this generation are still thinking that's the stuff that's going to happen. Yes, I just, I, I've never understood the logic. The way, I think we had something last year about, like, people worried about, like, having hallucinogenic drugs. And they're like, if you have drugs, you're not going to give them away. No. If you are in possession of drugs, you're not going to say, like, oh, you know what? I bought these drugs. Why don't I give it to a child? Yeah, no, you're not going to do that. No. And also, there are worse things. I mean, we grew up worrying about acid or crack being put in something. They're worried about marijuana. Mm-hmm. I would say that's decidedly less concerning. Well, there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever that marijuana candy has been passed off as Halloween candy. No, just like the razor blade thing. Exactly. Uh, they say the first time, uh, one time since it happened in 1996. So this hasn't happened in 18 years. <laughs> Yet, you know, it's a huge warning for Some parents. Some guy somewhere, yeah. 
It is a big warning. Probably a kooky uncle. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just want to let you guys know that uh, people are worried about marijuana candy. All right, and finally back to Australia. Yeah. <sighs> a Western Australia man. Don G. Call it the Down say- Under crew. Greg? The Down Under posse. What would the group be called? Crocodile Dungy is clearly... He's the Dr. Dre You need it. to have a song called It's Ain't Nothing But a Dungy Thing, Babe. <laughs> See? Now you're coming back on board. My Australian rap group, it's I'm starting to I'm too tired to, to fight it. That's why. That's exactly how I win people over. I just keep pestering them till they... This sounds wrong. You're, you're relentless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I want something to happen, it's, it's got to happen. Crocodile Dungy. Old Daddy Koala. No, what's old dirty a, what's koala a, sounds like some creepy sex act. <laughs> give you a dirty koala. <laughs> I'll give you the old dirty koala. If you what's know, a, what's another? <laughs> what, what do Australians? What's an Australian term for bastard? Like, what would they call people? I don't know. Australian curse words. That's what I go. Is that about. what you're going to be looking up? Yeah, I got to figure that out. Anyway, well, I'm coming up with the whole gang. So, I'm I'm very excited for you. All right. Anyway, a Western Australian man. Who developed... Greg, I need you to listen to the story. I'm, I'm listening. No, I'm you're listening. not. You're looking up things on how to name your your Australian gang. I I'll need you to pay attention like to me. like a bucket of smashed crabs. That's one of the things that... Greg? Yeah. Put your mouse down. We probably lost all of the Australian listeners at this point, do you think? Mm-mm. No? Well, I think you probably have. Okay. They probably just don't like the sound of your voice. <laughs> a Western Australian man who developed a mysterious mark on his skin during a trip to Bali said that doctors found that a tropical spider had burrowed itself into his skin. Oh, damn it. Why do you always tell these stories? Because I have to, because it's news and because it happened. And this man's name is Dylan Thomas. Now, Dylan Thomas had just returned to Australia from Bali. Now, Dylan said he first noticed the mark on his stomach during his trip to the Indonesian island uh, on Saturday. And he visited a doctor on Sunday when he noticed the wound starting to grow and producing a burning sensation. Now, the doctor God. told Dylan Thomas that he'd been bitten by an insect and gave him some antihistamines. However, so this was Sunday. So, however, Thomas said that the wound continued to worsen on Monday, and he ended up going to a hospital where a dermatology specialist was able to identify the problem. So instead of actually just being bitten by the spider... After they ran a lot of tests and they put a lot of things inside of his stomach, they finally found out that it was a tropical spider that had burrowed inside of him, was living inside of him for the past three days. That's so gross. Burrowed, it burrowed a little path. So if you see the picture of this guy's stomach, it's there's like a red... It's not graphic. Oh, dude, I don't... Just stop. It's stop. not graphic. That's it's like enough. a red... That's enough. It's like a red line. That's enough. So it made a little path. Uh, so the spider was dead when the doctor was able to get it out. That's... Don't you want to know how it got in there? I just want to tell you. Just, God, really quick. It burrowed in through his appendix scar. Oh, my God. And crawled under his skin to the man's sternum. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> you want to tell me more Australian jokes? I would rather go back to that. <laughs> Talking about no spiders, that's for sure. Wow, crikey. Man. The Crikey crew! What up, Crikey? You sound like an extra from Welcome to Whoop Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you have it, my friends. Is your world a crazy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow, I found this. I found this website that's uh, Australian slang and swear words there's some there's some wow what are Australians good at swearing Uh, up to my nuts and guts what what does that even mean it means having sex up to my nuts and guts ew yeah I'm just saying this is what it says uh he's a walking head job means he's short he's a walking head job wait so you're a walking head job apparently I guess Cactus is in... You're cactus. Oh, that means you're fucked. Cactus. Yeah, you're totally cactus. All right, yeah. I think there's a lot of different possibilities here for Crocodile Dungy once he gets rolling. What are you pulling? 
It's the Crocodile Dundee theme song. Oh, yeah. Crocodile Dundee. If you want to didgeridoo. Hunting LaRue. Going on a walkabout. No. No, no, that's enough. You're lucky that Australians are nice. I'm lucky that they're too. Kiki and Jules are going to murder so. you if they if they come back to town. I'm lucky they're thousands of miles yes. away from me right now. <laughs> Going on a walkabout. Okay. Crocodile Dungey. The old dirty Roo. Yeah. Craig. No. No. I think it's pretty close. You've got to stop. I've about got it. No, I, you've, you're nowhere near it. It's pretty close to happening. I'm going to make it happen. Crocodile Dungey and Iggy. Yeah. All right, what was your advice anyway. that you were going to tell me about the DMV? Oh, yeah, for the DMV. So so you're going down there to register something for your scooter, right? And yeah, I'm getting get new stuck. tags for my scooter. No, the key is you just got to... Because the problem I've always had with the DM, DMV is the talkers. People want to talk to you. People always want to talk to me. Well, I have headphones. You have headphones. That's good, but that's not always it's going not to... It's not going to... Sometimes it doesn't stop. Also, talkers be talking. Also, I'm going to warn you, sometimes you are the talker. I'm not at the DMV. I'm not. You're not the talker No. There. Okay. No, no, no. Don't strike up any conversation I'm with anyone. I'm not. I'm not. No conversation. Another way to avoid any kind of conversation or mm-hmm. getting any kind of crazy person in there and like all up in your business, don't smile. Okay. Look at the ground. Don't make eye contact. No eye contact. Don't make eye contact. No, no eye contact. Look concerned and concerned. just look like you're really... Grumpy? Yeah. Look like you're really grumpy. Look at your phone a lot and that'll keep people away. Okay. That way you don't have to engage in any conversations with people. Because that's the last place you want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. No, no. Whoever I always tend to get hit on at the DMV. That's what I'm talking about. See, things like that. No, because I hate because like people try to talk to you. It's like nobody likes being here. Do you think it's making it any better for you trying to, you know, like, I don't want to make new friends. Nobody wants to make new friends at the DMV. Getting your license back to. Yeah, that's probably not going to. It's probably not the best way to hit on people. Probably not. The DMV. What do they, how do they hit on you? What do they say? I'll say like, oh, what are you, what, what are you in for? Or something just Oh, like lines. a kooky, yeah, yeah, what are you in for? Oh, so anyway, how's it going? What, what else do they say? Like, I don't, I wanna, know, I wanna, I don't, know I don't go to the DMV all the time. I'm just saying it's happened before. Where it's just, you know, somebody, just creepy guys who mm-hmm. decide that, you know, since you, since you clearly have a number in your hand and you can't, and they know that you can't go anywhere. Yeah, you can't leave. You're just like a sitting duck. Yeah, that's true. No, it's like it's, what are you going to do? Get out, and, and then you have to come all the way back to the DMV seriously. again. You're not going to do that. Mm-mm. You're going to sit there. Wow. Yeah, that's got to be tough. Do you remember that time? I think I talked about it on here when that woman gave uh, paid me to trade me tickets. Yeah, what did she pay you? Because she like forty bucks or something or twenty. That's pretty good. Yeah. If that if that happens, take that money. I know. I'm totally going to take that again. Absolutely, take that money. All right. Hmm. I don't know. The, the other thing you could do is just. You could also, if somebody does start speaking to you and you don't want to talk to them, you know when you do your fake language that you've made up? That's what I said. That. Just reply with that. And then then they, they won't understand what you're saying because it, it's nonsense. You're literally literally just making noises. And it probably works. So here, we'll try it. Like, like hey, how, how you doing? What are you in for? I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> Let me just say, I know this is... This is audio, but if you could see the look on Sarah's face while she's making these strange gibberish noises and her eye contact with it, it's highly disturbing. And it is... Yes, Keelan in the chat said, I'm not quite sure if Sarah's fake language is racist or not. I don't think it is racist. Mm-mm. I think it's just noises crazy. Noises aren't racist. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, hey, hey you know what? You... <laughs> I'm a pretty girl like you, what are you doing here? Well, now I'm self conscious about it. Never no, mind. Try, no, do it one more time. No! <laughs> no. All right. All right. Well, we should. Uh... Well, with all this music talk today, though, we should talk about Sonic sketches. Oh, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, now there's a tie in. See, maybe you could get the Crocodile Dundee uh, theme song because it exists. And maybe if that's your thing and you want that hanging on your wall. No, I don't think I want that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the one I would get. So, sonicsketches.com which is one of our fine sponsors, and we've heard from so many people that are ordering from there. So basically, they have created a really, really original idea for artwork where they take a song, could be your favorite song, some of the ones they already have stocked there on the site at sonicsketches.com, and convert it into a WAV file and then turn that into really beautiful art. Mm. So the artwork comes in a record-sized... Uh, packaging, really nice looking packaging, and three different panels that fit perfectly into into uh, a record size, like yeah, a record size. like a record cover, yeah, frame, and, yeah, basically, yeah, into a frame that you can put on the wall, and it'll it. They come with a really 
neat thing that describes the song, like the history of the song. So if you order one, they'll give you the, the history of the song and some of the information about it. And then that can go along with the artwork that you put up. People have been buying them for you know, birthday presents and anniversaries seems to be a really big thing that people are getting them for. Also, don't forget, I mean, I hate to say it, but the holidays are coming. So maybe you want to think about I that saw, now. I was at a store today and I saw them uh, actively putting up Christmas trees, uh. which was just weird. Yeah. I mean, it's it's well over two months away. Yep. There's still two holidays between nope, here and there. still going to happen. Doesn't matter. Still going to happen. But sonicsketches.com, that is a wonderful place to go. And use the offer code for employment. You get free shipping wherever wherever you're shipping to. That's what I'm getting. Anywhere in the world. I know that my sister doesn't listen, but I mean, I already have my Christmas presents nailed because I'm going to get my parents their wedding song and my sister and her husband their wedding song. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sonicsketches.com. Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Go there. Check them out. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. If you need uh, 90s fashion advice, just put it to attention, kookie ant. You're funny. You're really funny. (laughs) How is making noises racist? Oh, now you're concerned about that. (sighs) Whatever. Try your language one more time. People, no. People look at their panties in a twist about the weirdest shit. Not you, Keelan. I think it's just gibberish. It is gibberish. Yeah. If you haven't been able to tell, I'm a little nuts. Don't forget to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party happening on November 14th. But get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. Also, so the five-year anniversary party is November 14th. The Swashbucklers Ball which is also here in town, is November 15th. So it's a perfect weekend. You can go to funemploymentradio.com slash pirate and go there, and there's a special discount to both parties if you if you want to go to both of them. Heck yeah, it's going to be the it's best really weekend good, ever. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome weekend. 14th Fun Employment Radio Listener Party, 15th Swashbucklers Ball. I it's, mean, your weekend is planned out. What more would you want? Your liver will be dying. It is the perfect Portland weekend mm-hmm. right there. Funemploymentradio.com slash pirate, and then you can get a discount on both tickets. All right, you guys are fantastic. Aww. Guys and Balls, the show that's usually on the Fun Employment Radio Network on Thursdays, has switched days. So they're no longer going to be on Thursdays. This is my fault because I forgot to announce that earlier this week. Mm-hmm. They are now on Tuesdays at 7.30 yes, p.m. Yes, they are. So people that were going to tune in for them tonight, um, they will not be there yes. on Tuesdays. And are we doing an, a later show tomorrow? Yes, we are. Our okay. show is going to go live tomorrow at about 2.30 p.m. And we've got a couple of special guests that are going to join us from the All Jane No Dick Comedy Festival. Awesome. So a couple of really, really funny ladies that are in town are going to be joining us here right on uh, Fun Employment Radio. Cool. All right. I think we've done done the Lord's work. There we go. Is that, is that what this it's is called? It's something like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm going insane. I'm here at Huey Lewis right now. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, Bye.